0: I've been asked a lot recently about cooking pork. I've been asked if I had any tips. I've been asked about how pink is too pink. Essentially, I've been asked to do a post about cooking pork. So here it is. Today, we're gonna take a look at some ways you can get the most out of those pork chops, that pork tenderloin that's on sale, those back ribs, or that pork loin. Today is all about my favorite meat. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this is five tips for cooking pork. Number one, don't overcook it. First and foremost, a lot of people don't like pork because they've only ever had it overcooked. When it is overcooked, it's dry, hard to chew, and tasteless. When it's properly cooked, it's juicy, tender, and flavorful. Makes sense, right? But how do we make sure to not overcook it? Well, the Canadian government recommends that pork be cooked to an internal temperature of 160 degrees Fahrenheit. If you're using a meat thermometer, that's perfect. If you don't have one, you can gauge the cook by eye. To do this, you have to cut into the meat, which isn't ideal, and it isn't actually that reliable a method. But what you're looking for is you just want to make sure that there's next to no pink in the meat. A little bit is fine, but you don't want it to look rare or underdone. Uh, The final test is the finger test. This is where you poke the pork chop with your finger to check the doneness. But you have to know how the pork should feel to use this technique. So a good method, Of measure for this is to touch your thumb and ring finger on the same hand together and poke the meaty part of your thumb. That should be about the same firmness as a finished piece of pork, but ideally you want to use a thermometer for this. How long to cook pork? Another key aspect of not overcooking pork is to know how long it should be cooked. It's next to impossible for me to tell you an exact time because ovens and stoves are different, pork chops are different thicknesses, and a variety of other factors. Now, having said that, bone-in pork chops in a pan will usually take about four to six minutes per side of cooking. Pork chops without a bone, about three to five minutes per side. Uh, for really thin pork loin chops, like fast fry, you're looking at maybe one to two minutes per side, depending on how thick. And these times are based on cooking over medium-high heat. In the oven, bone-in pork chops will take between 20 to 35 minutes uh, on 375. Pork tenderloin will take 35 to 40 minutes in the oven. Uh, Though if you sear uh, the tenderloin or the pork chops in a pan, it'll drop the cooking time. For example, pork tenderloin, which may take 35 to 40 minutes, uh, if seared, will only take 12 to 15 minutes. So it's worth it. Plus, you get more flavor. So it's always a good idea to sear pork tenderloin before it goes in the oven. As for roasts, uh, cooking at 325 for 25 to 35 minutes per pound is about right. If you're making pulled pork, you want to cook on a low heat until the meat is literally falling apart. Number three, pork cooking styles. We've touched on a few different cooking techniques already, roasting and pan searing mostly. However, pork can be slow cooked, braised, stir fried, deep fried, grilled, smoked, cured, or dried. One of the greatest and most important things about pork is that it is the most versatile protein on the planet. Maybe not protein, but it's the most versatile meat on the planet. You can do so much with it. Think about sausages, prosciutto, bacon, and ham, all made of pork. Then add ribs and pull pork in there, and you have magic. But that's not all. Think about Chinese food with sweet and sour pork, pork fried rice, Chinese barbecue pork, uh, and the list goes on. Essentially, other than Jewish and Muslim cultures, everyone eats pork and eats a lot of it. So the point is that you can take one piece of pork and cook foods from around the world with it. Now, you may be wondering what makes pork so great, Well, a few things. First of all, as I already said, the versatility, but there's more to it than that. Pork shoulder, for example, is the perfect ratio of fat to meat to make sausages. Sausages need fat, otherwise they become dry and gritty. When sausages are made of other meats, like beef, pork fat is usually added in for flavor and texture. Another great thing about pork is that it is fairly neutral flavored meat. That means it can be paired with just about anything. Also, pork makes bacon. Bacon is good. Number four: flavors that go with pork. At this point, you may be wondering, what flavors will go well with pork? Well, it's a good question, and the answer is just as good. All of them. Yes, I mean, all of the flavors go with pork. Honestly, as I sit here uh, and, and I, as I sit here and kind of read this to you and, and tell you about this, there's not a single thing that I can think of that I couldn't find a way to pair with pork. From sweet and sp- salty to spicy and sour, and everything in between, pork can handle it. This may or may not help you, but it is the truth. If you can dream it, you can probably find a way to pair it with pork. And I mean it like blueberry sauces, you can use um, like a peach salsa, you can have sweet and sour pork, obviously, you could have um, spicy pork. You, it's so much, it's so versatile. Number five, don't be afraid. Part of what I hope you take away from this is that pork is amazing. You shouldn't be afraid of it, though a lot of people are. Older generations did have a little to worry about when it comes to pork due to a parasite called trichinosis. In Canada, pork, uh, excuse me, in Canadian pork, this has pretty much been completely eliminated. So it isn't really worrying anymore. Does that mean that you should eat rare pork? No. It won't kill you, uh, but why take the risk? Cook it to 160 degrees Fahrenheit, and you'll be fine, and the pork will be oh so delicious. One more great thing about pork is that compared to beef, chicken, or fish, it is inexpensive. A family pack of pork chops will run you between $8 to $15, and can be made to stretch over multiple meals. Especially if it's only you or you know, it's just a couple, you can buy a family pack of pork chops, break it up, freeze them down, and eat it over the course of a couple of weeks. It really can be stretched for a long way. Now, all I can really suggest is that you go out there and experiment with pork, especially if you're the kind of person who's always been tentative about it. You will be so happy that you did. And what's your favorite way to cook pork? Tell me about it on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash food in five. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with another fantastic episode of Food in Five. I hope that you all have a great... No, no, I won't be back on Monday. Monday is a holiday. It's Remembrance Day here in Canada which is like our Veterans Day, and I don't feel right about doing posts on on that day because it's about respect uh, for our veterans and stuff. So I'm going to not do a post on Monday, but I will be back on Wednesday with another post. So have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.